Please be seated. This morning's passage from Paul's letter to the Romans hits me square between the eyes. Here's an excerpt from a translation of the New Testament known as the message. I am full of myself, Paul writes. is that there's more gray territory than there is black or white. None of us are entirely sinful or sinless. Much that we describe as right or wrong is our own creation and not God's. And yet it is also true that from time to time, each of us acts in ways that leave us feeling distant from ourselves, our loved ones, and God. Even when we don't create this distance on purpose, which is probably most of the time, the wake of our actions has the potential to eat away at our souls and hurt people that we care about. Because of these potential effects, I believe that our faith tradition needs to help people reflect honestly about sin, what it means to fail ourselves and fail others in ways that neither make them run for the hills nor leave them feeling damned, but instead provide a hopeful path forward. This is a responsibility that we as Christ Church have to offer what sociologist Ray Oldenburg calls a third place. Not home, the first place. Not work, the second place. But a space where people can gather and hone their moral compass amidst the nuanced realities of life. 
When I reflect upon the times that I have failed myself and failed others, what has gotten the best of me, to quote Paul again, is being singularly focused on myself and what it is that I want. I'm very aware, and perhaps you are too, that when I am not living as the best version of myself, it is my self-centered thinking that is leading the way. One of my growing edges is to learn how to step out of this me-focused groove so that I'm better able to listen for God, connect with others, and be present to the moment that's in front of me. It takes serious internal work, some soul-searching, to recognize and recalibrate our me-focused thinking. Judd Brewer, a neuroscientist at Brown, describes two distinct networks that are at work in our brain, the narrative network and the direct experiential network. The narrative network is the one that we default to. It's focused on you. This voice in your head is sometimes practical and says things like, how do I get lunch? How do I get across town? But it's mostly obsessed with what you want and what you're frustrated with and what you feel anxious about. We are wired to be focused on ourselves. But there are also times when we are desperate for some relief from our self-obsession. One tool that can help move us from our me-centered network to our direct experiential network, which is grounded in the present. It's called the 54321 practice. Notice five things around you that you can see, four that you can physically feel, three that you can hear, two that you can smell, one that you can taste. Bringing ourselves back to the present grounds us in the reality that life is not all about us. And still, even when we want to be aware of this me-centered thinking, and even when we want to do a better job of mitigating it, we're not always going to hit the mark or get it right. Which is why I find Jesus' words this morning to be a breath of fresh air. Come unto me, all of you who are weary and carrying heavy burdens, he says, and I will give you rest. Jesus is speaking to a group of Pharisees who were very concerned with following religious rules. We can think of many modern groups who share a similar mindset. You're sinful or you're not, you're good or you're bad, you're in or you're out. Jesus' words were meant to counter this fundamentalist thinking and offer a more compassionate way forward. We still need to hear these words today, which invite us to sit with the complexities of life, take a rest when we feel tired from trying so hard, and then keep on trying again when we're ready, trusting that we are loved by God through it all. Life can be hard. The guilt of failing ourselves and failing others 
can be heavy. Jesus responded to these truths by saying, Come unto me, all of you who are weary and carrying heavy burdens. I will give you rest. In the name of God. Amen.